Hey everybody, welcome back to, what is this, the seventh month. We are, we have passed the seven month are line. Are you kidding me? It's been seven months? Yeah, it has. Wow. Of accidentally fasting. Here we are, <laughs> sitting here, recording. I think this is literally like, last, last episode was our seventh month anniversary. So here we are. We beat seven months. We, we beat the seven month, uh, hit, what do they call it? Seven month slump. Yeah, they it's, say a, it's that like the hump day of fucking the year. They say that if you have a podcast, you get past seven months, man, you won't be doing it for the rest of your life. And seven minutes, then you're going to be recording for the rest of your life, which is horrible. I actually just made that up. Me Did you too. make that up? That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's all made up. Nothing's mm -hmm. true. We haven't told the truth this entire time. I'm actually Katie. and <gasps> I'm Alec. <laughs> and then here we are. What the fuck? What's up, guys? So, did you want to talk about our experience now that we're seven monthers about being a podcast, or do you want to wait till we're a little no, bit more experienced? No, this is going to okay. be cool because we've. Okay. I think I feel like we've learned a little bit, but that's not what this whole episode is it's about. Not. People, check it out. It's summertime. It's and July. Your bitch is on my mind. Their bitch is on my mind, and we wanted to talk about Barbie. Can I just Q. talk about the weather though, right now? Because it was 106 today here in good old uh, Albuquerque. It was 106. Yes. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Ugh. I was you inside. Guys, most you guys of the stay day. cool. Drink your uh, Simply Lemonade, Simply Orange Juice. Simply Mike's Hard If you're going to put some vodka in there, stay hydrated. Vodka. Stay safe. Don't get picked up by a weird van. Don't stay drink in your and go house. on a boat. I hear that on the radio like every day now. Really? Yeah, because most boating accidents, uh, the ad is, you know, boating accidents are second to highway accidents only. <laughs> and the majority of boating accidents involve drinking oh, and I'm drugs. Oh, I'm sure. And don't go to a casino. Well, here in New Mexico, we have an abundance of casinos. Don't go to a casino pool drunk and swim because you'll probably drown like uh, one person did a couple years ago. Oh, I forgot about that. That was at Sandia Casino, wasn't it? Sucks it sucks, though, because I love to drink and swim. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Swimming is so fuck. It's crazy how water can kill us so easily. Fucking water and fire. But we're cancers. We can't be like that. We got to be water signs and love water. That's true. I, I do love water. Water is my favorite thing in the world. So I, I don't know. Like summer, it used to be my favorite season. But now that I live in a desert, it's kind of hard because it's so dry and there's no water anywhere. So it's true. Yeah, it sucks that that's that's the like I was thinking about this the other day. Like I fucking love Albuquerque and it's really cool. And I was talking to Lance, who's been on the podcast. He was our first guest on the podcast way we back. Have, we need him fucking, back on. We could do a refresher with him. We should. We should do like a what he's learned in his, uh, yeah, what he's learned in eight, seven and a half <laughs> months of not being on the podcast. Um, I was just talking to him. I was like, dude, this is fucking legit. Like it's a, it's, I could stay here probably almost forever. Not like never leave, but live like call New Mexico home. Cause I've lived here more than, than like anywhere at this point. So. Yeah, I I'm I was talking about that with a coworker. So I moved to New Mexico when I was 15. I'm now 29. So next year I will have been half New Mexican, half Ohioan. So. Whoa, that's so weird. Yeah. So now I gotta pick or choose. What one do I pick? But that's weird um, to me because I moved around so much as a as as a chitlin. So now uh, I've been here. What you've been here 15 years. Yeah. That means I've been here 16 years? No, you've been here 17 like years? three years longer than me. 18 years? I don't fucking oh know, God. dude. <laughs> Who, however long I've fucking been how, here. What time, when did you move to New Mexico? What? How old were you? 16, 17? No, I, it, yeah, it was like 2003 or 4 So you or two, lived here... 2 or 3 or 4. Somewhere between uh, 17... Because you're 2 years older than me. So I would say what you've been here it? 4 years. You've been here 19 years, probably. 19 years? That's year 2000. That doesn't make any sense. No, it your math is so it doesn't, wrong, dude. dude. No, oh my God. If I lived here for 15 years next year, then oh, you've lived here four years longer. So, so therefore, 14. 19 years, you no, dingus. No, I haven't lived here since the year 2001. Anyway, nobody you gives a shit about this. You were fucking 19 and two, 11 in 2001. That's what I'm saying. I haven't... What? No, you were Dude, no. Okay. Gonna, anyway, we gotta we gotta move on. This if is. If you're a mathematician, matronic, orishan, please no. let us know. There's no hard numbers. No, here. this is uh, you're gonna shit sense. your pants when you find out how right I was about that. Nine out of ten dentists agree. Alex has lived in New Mexico. 
at least one year. I swear you moved there in 2002. No, it was 2003. Oh, wow. I was two years off. That's one year, babe. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Anyway. Uh. So... Uh, what were we fucking? Oh, seven months God in the pot. Damn fucking, it! It's the barbecue time. Wait a minute. What? I was gonna talk about. So are we? Because I just want to talk about summer a little bit more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do we really like want, barbecue? I really talk about summer. Right why now? do we like barbecue in the summer? Well, why? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a secret to tell you guys. I can't tell you right now, but because of my secret, I have a bad um, reaction to barbecue right now. So it kind of sucks. Disgustion. Is that more? Yeah, disgustion. What? <laughs> reaction? You have a reaction to it. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm trying to not reveal if I say what the actual word is, and everybody's like, oh. Disgustion? You guys, I developed IBS after that fucking uh, fuck. airport that episode. That would be a reaction. <laughs> Jesus. After the fucking Seattle. You get a king crab leg in Juno and it's 38 pounds. I shit you not. $38 too. It's $38 a dollar per pound king crab leg. Fucking huge, bro. And you just dip it in butter, huh? Yeah, hot sauce too, though. I was dipping it in hot sauce. What if you dipped it in salsa? How disgusting would that be? That'd be pretty disgusting. You know what fucking salsa I hate is that fucking Herdes or Herdes or... Herdes? Yes. What? I don't know if that's a like universal thing. So for all you Australian listeners, salsa is like Marmite, but made of tomatoes and good. They don't know. They know what salsa is. Come on. They got Taco Bell over there. Uh, oh, wait. They don't yeah, even have salsa. but all the salsa. tacos are upside down, so how are you going to keep the shit so inside? So, I have one question for you. Are you keeping your feet looking right this summer or what? My feet? Oh, they're fantastic. Do you have like a routine a, that you do? I got such a tan. What I do is I get out of the shower. I apply tanning lotion. I go stand in the litter box. This is the trick for... <laughs> Freshly cleaned, mind you, for 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Walk in the backyard where we have Astroturf because uh-huh. we're not assholes. And then it burns the bottom of my feet, turns brown. Beautiful, wow. Beautiful and, and then all that callus and all that shit, it just falls right off, huh? After you do that. Yeah, and then you have to do it again because then your 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 feet are pearly white again because the bones show through. Well, you know, and the other thing that I saw you doing the other day, I didn't want to mention it, but I guess I think now should probably be a good time to mention it. I saw you with that new Coleman's mustard that we got the other day, and you were just lathering it on those feet. So what does that have to do with I mean, is that a part of your routine? <laughs> yeah. So what I do is I make up stories about fucking things that are sitting in the room while we're on the podcast, and then I just fucking go randomly into the shit without staying on topic at all. (laughs) It's fantastic. Yeah, I think we went over like 10 different topics. Anyway, sorry guys, I'll quit fucking with you guys. I wasn't fucking with you guys, but I think he was dipping his toe in the mustard. In the mustard, yeah. Well, it's a good binder for rub that you put on your meat before you smoke it. Actually, I don't use binders. So would you say smoking is a summer thing or barbecuing is, is, is smoking underneath, is barbecue could be grilling, smoking, and microwaving, correct? So which one are you gonna put first? Uh, like first as best or first as least? First no. of all, uh, grilling is not barbecue. Some microwaving think... shit is barbecue all, all time. <laughs> wait a minute are you serious about the grilling no oh okay <laughs> not at all uh so yeah the to me summer is for grilling and all year is for smoking that's what i thought because i when i uh, smoking in the winter seems really cool and, and here's the deal i don't actually usually consider grilling barbecuing like you have it is it can be called it can be a barbecue and you can grill stuff on the barbecue or whatever, and whatever. But if you grill a hot dog and a hamburger, is that barbecue? I don't usually call yeah, that barbecue. Yeah, people do think it is, or they call it a cookout. It's a, a cookout. So where I'm from in Ohio, everybody's like, oh, you know, Sandy or uh, or Linda, they're having a great cookout today. You know, they don't say, oh, we're having a barbecue. Right. Yeah. Barbecue is like you're smoking low and slow. Or hot and fast, but slower than grilling. Pretty sure you're going to do it hot and fast, because if you got, you know, Big Bertha over there, she ain't going to be sitting there waiting for oh, it. Oh, man, I'm so happy that I'm getting a better kettle. Like, Oh, yeah, so, so cool. what's your new, uh, what do you use right now? Hey, everybody. So here's how to, here's the segment of, of Accidentally Fasting called 
had a fucking barbecue, asshole. So, so I don't think, okay, so fasters don't realize how into smoking you've been for the past, like, six months. We actually were going to be a husband and wife, you know. Were. Are. are next we want season. To. Fuck yeah. We want to be like a. And we're going to take you guys along for the journey. There's a. For the ride. So Kansas City Barbecue Association. KCBS. KCBS, they have, um, you know, they're judge, they judge, you know, big competition. So the one in New Mexico, there's only one in New Mexico. It's called Smoking on the Pecos. And it's in um, Artesia, which is a tiny, tiny town in New Mexico. But that's where you can, you know, sign up to do that. So we were looking into it. I mean, it's kind the of backyard. a fee. How much is it? It's like... It's 20 bucks or something. Do backyard. That's the cool thing. It's very accessible to people who have... Like, I just use a Weber fucking kettle, bruh. But, you know, I, I need to upgrade for when we get this, when we do competition, to something a little bit better. But, what you know. I, you know, what I would do, I don't know. I love watching, you know, those barbecue shows, like, you know. But anyway, to go back, we can talk about that, to go back to your, what you use for your... Yeah. So I use a Weber kettle. Not many people, I didn't know that not many people knew this, but, and I didn't know it for a long time, so I guess I should have assumed... But I thought that I was the the dickhead who was like way out of fucking way behind the times. But you you take a Weber kettle and you get the charcoal basket from Weber. You get it's like fifteen bucks. You get two of them. You take one, throw it the fuck away, and then you pick it up out of the trash and put it in your grill. You take the other one, throw it the fuck away, keep it gone. Now you put your charcoal in that little charcoal thing and you put a nine by thirteen pan for the drippings next to that. It's it's kind of hard to explain in in a in a in a visual sense. Uh, at on, on audio without like a diagram that you have, but you can Google it. So anyway, you put your charcoal in the charcoal bin, you put your wood chunks on that, you put beer or vinegar or water in the water pan, the dripping pan, and then you light a couple bricks of charcoal. I usually do five, that's how I start. Put them in the fucking charcoal bin, and then it slowly usurps the charcoal. You put the meat above the water pan and the vent of in the lid on the meat side, opposite the fire, and you're done. Fucking, you let ribs sit in there for like three, four hours, five hours, whatever. You modify the temperatures and vents as you go. You got yourself a motherfucking barbecue. So, uh, what what got you into? Because I mean, I'm sure you like meat your whole life, but what got you into smoking it and you know getting that Weber? So I wanted a smoker uh, when we got the house because we weren't allowed to have a grill in the apartment because we were like third floor or whatever and they don't want you know it's got to be covered and it's got to be whatever and so we had the little baby camping grill the biolite which is a really cool thing but then i was like it's time to fucking upgrade i need to buy myself a housewarming gift and i was gonna get one of those offset smokers but they're all super fucking expensive if you want a good one and my friend we were out drinking and he was like dude did you know that you can smoke on a weber kettle and I was like, no, what? tell me about it. And then you reverse the podcast and he tells me what I told you five seconds ago. So then you're good to go. Um, then, like, I found the cat. I did a lot of YouTube research. And there were a lot of really bad videos out there. But there were, like, one or two really good ones. Uh, Cooking with Rye, he does. He's a really good channel that does a lot with Weber's. Um, and I didn't want a pellet smoker. That was my only thing. Because those, you just pour it in. And then it feeds smoke into the fucking chamber where your meat is. And then, you know, 12 hours later, you're done. Hmm. So it's like, to me, that's like cooking something in the fucking oven. It is not really much difference. This, I'm not doing the true way of like offset with, with actual fire, wood, and shit where that's only oak and no charcoal. Uh, but that's where I want to get to. Uh, where I'm at, I feel like is at least a little bit better than a pellet smoker because I've got the fire to tend to as I do shit. I can spritz my shit, inject my shit, and fucking... So it opens this massive world of all, you know, all this fucking technique, and you get good meat out of it. It's fucking crazy. You sure do. And, I mean, I've watched you excel from, I think, what was the first thing you made? I think, was it your... Mm, it might have been tip or no no I, I didn't discover tri-tip it's a chuck roast I, I think the first thing I tried to smoke was was either a chuck roast or I think I might have started with chicken thighs and then they turned out really good so I was like all right time to do I think I did chicken thighs and ribs 
And I was like, now it's time to upgrade. Yeah, because people gobbled them up, dude. So then I tried the chuck, and I didn't like it at all because uh, I didn't cook it well. And later, months later, I found out you can't trust the thermometer in the lid of the Weber. And I, even though I had another thermometer, I'd, I'd been using it wrong. Um, but then I tried a pork butt, and it turned out horribly right. I mean, it was more like a pork roast, you know? You remember. I was like, we had people over. I had It didn't pull. It was oh, just like yeah. I had to cut it, and it was like a bake, like a pork tenderloin or something. Yeah, it's still good to me. Though. But but on my birthday when I did that twelve hour pork butt. Oh like, man, that shit was so good. That that proved to me that you know a year of barbecuing and I got it down. Well, and a shit ton of fucking binge watching barbecue shows too. You know. Oh yeah, I would say that barbecue with Franklin, which is also I think I think full episodes are on YouTube. Um, Best Franklin it was is on the Netflix, shit, isn't it? Man. No, it was. We watched it on Amazon. Prime. Oh, um, but it's a PBS show from Austin, Texas. Franklin is a is a huge name in barbecue in America, and Texas is the center, uh, arguably, of you know the best uh, barbecue in the country. Yeah, I'm a I'm a it's, pork butt guy, and they don't really do it over here. It's so interesting, like, cause I like watching, cause I'm a Myron Mixon gal, so I, he's from Georgia, and so Myron. to watch, um, you know, barbecue pitmasters, and then what was the other one? That was the original Smoked. one. Smoked was the other one. Then they had pit one wars? in between pit wars. Yeah, so yeah, I think pit pit wars was one, but. You know, they'll have, you know, people from Texas that come in and, you know, you get to see the difference because, yeah, they use the pork more, obviously. Either, yeah, and the, then the they, funny thing is they're always like, a little bit of sweet, a little bit of heat. Yeah, that's all they do. I make my rub with a little bit of sweet, a little bit of heat. I make my sauce with a little bit of sweet, a little bit of heat. And that's the secret. But they can't tell you anything. They got secrets. Like, they it's, can't I tell you. I mean, that's you. competition shit, yeah. Um, the one dude was, the guy from Texas on one of those was, was really good. He was really interesting to watch. Um, but what started it all was fucking Bamacue. Damn, Bamacue, shout out to, uh, I don't know what the fuck, I think, I don't know if he produces it or what, but he follows me on Instagram. I think he might have unfollowed me, I don't know. But Aww. anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to that show, because, you know, that one's legit. Who's the... Yeah. Um, there's, there's, I don't remember, I can't remember the Lisa Blackwell. Roll Tide. But... You know, these those people, I feel like Bamacue was, like, the more legit competition show. Well, it made it look so fun, because they had their 707 beer in the morning, you know? Yeah, but they also, like, I feel like Bamacue gave more tips. Like, that you saw more legit barbecuing uh, on the Myron Mixon shows. It's more about competition. Like, it's more about, like... It wasn't necessarily about tips. It was just about, like, seeing who won, I think. Bamacue? No, the Oh, the Meyer Mixon. Mixon. Yeah. yeah, when you watch, like, Pitmasters or whatever it is, like, and Smoked, it's all about the drama. It's like, oh, my God, you know, fucking... Dude, but Smoked had fucking Famous Dave's versus... Sonny's Barbecue. Yeah. Like, but it wasn't even... That's the stupid thing is, like, it wasn't even, like, the guy who owns Sonny's or whatever, who's probably dead, But it maybe. was the famous Dave. I know. That was pretty cool. But I, I liked Smoked. I thought it was really different because it's just, like, you have the judges and it's just two people and then it's real intimate setting. Mm -hmm. And then they do, like, the long cook and then the short cook or whatever. No, and that they... one, I, I'd say I learned a lot from that one. I learned the most from Franklin, like... Because he goes deep, he dives deep, does an episode about each meat and each cooking style and all this stuff. So I, I learned more from Franklin. But Smoked was probably, I would say, in educational-wise, at least from those big production things, it goes Franklin... But my problem with Franklin smoked. is he's strictly Texan, but, like, the thing that's cool about Smoked is they had people from all over, so it was, like, you got to see, you know, different styles for everything, and I think that's a little bit more interesting yeah, and it was cool. I Actually, the, the, uh, the Smoked episode about pork butt taught me more, maybe not than, well, I think the difference is that Franklin tells you how to cook pork, and then at the end, he's like, now, if this were competition, I would pull out specific muscles. But because it's not, I'm just going to pull the whole thing. Whereas in... Money muscle. Yeah. In Smoked, they, they talk about not just the money muscle, but the tubes. Because they're Florida. The Florida guys fucking do really crazy pulled pork. 
So, I mean, and I learned from cooking with rye on YouTube, that channel, like way more about smoking all this stuff because he uses a kettle too, or used. I mean, it's not, it's not specifically a kettle grill and it doesn't have to be a Weber. That's what's cool about it. Well, the one thing that I learned that I thought was really crazy, but you would think, cause people think that you need to put rub on your meat overnight and let it soak, soak yeah, in. Totally. And, um, what was the issue with that? Why are you not supposed to do that? So the thing is, is like most rubs have a lot of salt in them. And when you leave it overnight, it pulls out juice from the meat. That was Myron Mixon saying that in one of his YouTubinist videos of yeah. all time. So he's like, yeah, I put my rub on before I put it on the grill. No longer than 30 minutes, which is probably a little bit like conservative. I think you could get four hours. You know, but you don't want to, it's true. I mean, I had never thought of that. I always have a puddle of liquid on the tray when I, when I rub my meat and leave it to sit for a long time. But maybe that's why binders, because a lot of people use mustard and shit as a binder to mm -hmm. hold the stuff on. I wonder if you left the mustard on and then, and you, you put yeah. the mustard on and then rubbed it and then left it overnight if it would have the same effect. Mustard I mean, would get gross. You know what? Like, for people that like ASMR, I think there needs to be... I don't think... There probably is, but an ASMR channel of people just, like, putting rub and, like, mustard on a piece of meat. That's almost, like, how-to basic. Because I love that crap. I like doing it, though, but... Yeah. I don't. See, I like injecting, and I like cooking. See, I don't... Well, I wouldn't want to inject. I Actually, I learned that my technique is now... I, I take a knife, and I cut s small slits, like, one inch one inch long but maybe like as deep as possible slits in the meat and then stuff garlic cloves into oh, it okay and then i inject the apple cider vinegar around the uh, garlic cloves in a pork butt at least and it, i don't know if it was myron but somebody when they have a brisket or some shit they they inject more beef flavor or something that what was, was somebody that from I think that was somebody on Myron Mixon's show, but it might have been... So, I, I get them mixed together because it's all competition barbecue. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was somebody on either Pitmasters or Pit Wars, and the guy was like, I want beef flavor. That's what I want. So what I'm going to do is inject it with beef stock. Interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, New Mexico is... I, I'm really curious to go to one of those competitions. I know it's probably people from the regions and stuff, but like mm -hmm. to see local New Mexican, um, you know, cooks or barbecuers see what they're able to do and how they incorporate our style and, you yeah. know, green chili, red chili, see what they do. Cause I feel like we have a lot of potential, but we just don't have a lot of barbecue restaurants here. We don't know? have a lot of original barbecue yeah. restaurants or at least maybe not original, but, uh, yeah, like, like specialized to our culture. Cause it could be like Texas, you know, we could have a lot of similarities with them, but then we could have our own twist on it too. You yeah. Know? I think if we used like a ton of red chili powder in a rub, oh, like, yeah. dude, that would be amazing. Or, or I green mean, chili, like the get, seeds and flakes and stuff. I forget where I got, but I've had like red chili ribs are so fucking good. Oh yeah. There are a couple places that do those. And I mean, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a red chili guy. Like I fucking, I like green. Green's good on French fries and shit. But if I'm getting food that's like enchiladas or barbecue, it's gotta be red chili. Mm, enchiladas. Sadie's, a local stat, a local. What do you call it? Fucking staple. They have red chili. They have red chili ribs, or they're maybe they're carne ribs. I don't remember. I swear, it was, we went to, when we went to the canteen, accidentally spent like eighty dollars. I had red chili ribs there. They, I think you're right. I think really they have an good. appetizer. Canteen is a local brewery. Uh, that we named in our brewery list episode. Oh, yeah. I hope we didn't bore you guys to death. Uh, fuck one. yeah. If you didn't like it, you go back a couple episodes <laughs> and then you're good. Um, and, and they do, yeah, they have like char charcuteries, uh, hot dogs and broths and sausages, and then the, the ribs. But there's, are there barbecue food trucks here in Albuquerque? Because you would yes. think like if you go, you know, marble downtown, like, Beer and barbecue are so synonymous with each other. So, so I really think the new that Nexus that location thing. that opened up downtown, and I hate to turn this into like a local Albuquerque it always type turns deal, into that. but the new Nexus is supposed to have really good barbecue, like burnt ends and shit like that. Which oh shit! I've never made since I've never made it. I've never smoked a brisket because of. Uh, 
They're kind of expensive, and I don't want to, like, yeah. burn one on fucking... Well, and then to watch them cut it and everything, or trim it, like, that shit looks so overwhelming, and it seems well, it's so mathematical. Like, you gotta fucking know an anatomy or some shit, you know what I mean? It's... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's that. I think they, like, Franklin, when he trims a fucking a brisket... He's like, here's how to trim a brisket. Every every inch of whatever that you need to do, every step you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. But Myron Mixon, yeah. he he does a really fucking weird thing where I think he cut it in half and he uses wagyu. Oh yeah, wagyu. dude, he was like creeping me out. But he's like, but that's the thing. Texas is the brisket fucking. You know, that's their. I thing. trust Franklin and brisket more than Myron. Yeah, but I would trust Myron about you know pork. But more than uh, yeah. Franklin. Agreed. And, you know, I'm a sauce girl. Like, I, I know it's a catastrophe in Texas to like sauce with your barbecue, but I really like sauce. The so. great fucking segue because of our growing non American uh, audience, we, we should talk about barbecue sauce. Well, and yeah, and the other thing is on Bamacue, there was a team from Australia on there, remember? Yeah, that showed up at the end. Yeah, when they, they did said the Jack it's Daniels. exploding over there too. Oh, dude, yeah. So, so you you don't really, uh, I mean, without knowing all of this stuff, American barbecue stuff, uh, it's it's not like you know KC fucking masterpiece barbecue sauce everywhere, and it's not like ketchup with a couple ounces of cayenne or whatever. And one time I did make my own barbecue sauce, and I swear I just put way too much. Like, cause I was trying to make Kansas City style barbecue sauce, a little bit of sweet, a little bit of heat. Nope, <laughs> it was it. just a little bit That's all ketchup. <laughs> so, uh, in in different regions, they have different bases and different things. So, you've got mustard sauce, which and is I, my favorite. I mean. I apologize if I get a region wrong because I'm not 100% sure on this, but no, I should be because I like barbecue. Well, no, I know that the Carolinas is the Carolina gold barbecue They're vinegar-based. And then, no, they're mustard-based. Well, yeah. And then Georgia vinegar. and them them fuckers, they like to use sweet the molasses. They get Brown really, sugar. Yeah, so, and then there's, there's also vinegar-based down there somewhere, too. Um, Kansas City seems to be more, like, tomatoey peppery but that might be wrong i don't know i know that they're known for their dry rub spare ribs like that's something and one of those guys in i think it was bam and q again was he was a judge that they were interviewing and he's like you know you used to see dry rub spare ribs and now they're all smothered in sauce you do not see dry ribs anymore and i loved them so much in competition wow i've never had dry ribs before um, yeah, Maybe. I mean, I, my ribs are dry, but they're, sometimes I do sauce them. Um, mm. but then, in then Texas. there's Texas and it's a tomato base with a lot of pepper in it. And, um, it's usually a little bit spicier than the rest but of the But they don't sauces. generally like use it though. Like is the it sauce very is on the side. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do ask for it, it's kind of like looked down on and it's just all about, oh. it's all about the meat. That's what Franklin said, dude. Well, I don't know. <laughs> A um, cat just stole a, a veggie corn dog stick. No, that's a. Oh yeah, it is. Um, no, yeah, that's a dessert. That's that's. Oh, that's the, a dessert uh, one. Oh, you got a lot of sticks He's a over there. Stick. So, but then th little did I know we were in Santa Fe and somebody was like, "Would you like the white barbecue sauce?" And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" It's like Alabama or some shit. Deep down in the south, hidden hmm. in the a jewel in the fucking I don't want no ejaculate made sauce. Of fucking, Come on. I know. It's made of mayo. That's the base. Oh, God yeah. damn it. I know. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. You know like, what? And then uh, we could do like a hot Cheeto barbecue base sauce. Yeah, you could do a hot Cheeto rub. Which would probably just burn up oh, and disappear Oh, God. Completely. That sounds so But gross. if you could get the hot Cheeto flavoring, which is basically, you could do like a lime, salt, cheese, and like powdered cheese. Mm -hmm. Anyway, nobody wants to hear that shit. So there's different, so and then there's different styles of cooking meat and shit. Like we said, the dry rub ribs in, in oh, and then there's like St. Louis. Oh, fuck, man. There's, there's so, so many, many. barbecue. But, you know... Everybody has moved around a lot. So you get, you know, in California, people move there. Californians move to different regions. So it's so intertwined now. Like, I, I feel like it's less um, segregated than it was. Like, as far as the different styles now, they're all intertwined. Yeah. 
It's, it's, I mean, I don't know if that's actually, I said, yeah, but I mean, if you go to South Carolina, like I remember I went to a barbecue restaurant just to like show Well, I mean, people. in one of the bigger cities, like, yeah, oh, if you're yeah. going to like well, you a can little get town. Shit. Yeah. It's not, it's like, I mean, that's almost kind of like fusion food because like, like I was saying, you, I went to this restaurant in South Carolina and fucking best barbecue, Lizard Hudson Stickets? Smokehouse. Huh? Lizard Stickets? No, that place was not that good. Hudson Smokehouse in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. We walk in, my family and I, and they're like, sorry folks, we're out of barbecue, but we can seat you in a couple minutes. And we were like, you're a barbecue restaurant. If you're out of barbecue, that means you don't have Fucking food. Fucking northerners. And so they, they meant we're out of pork. So that's Yeah, it, who you know. wouldn't know that, dude? Just kidding. So you said that mustard sauce was your favorite. What's your favorite meat? Um, I don't know. I'll say that to cook, my favorite meat is probably chicken thighs. But to eat is pulled pork. I think I like uh, pulled pork and then chicken thighs the most. I'm not, like, ribs are good, but I I feel like people are way too obsessed with them. Yeah, I'm not a big then, fan of that cut of pork. I like, well, I don't you know, tri-tip is yeah, really good. Yeah, I was just um, going to say that. Uh, brisket, I haven't really ate that much but different brisket, you know? Like, I've basically only had fucking Rudy's, which is, and you know, that's from Texas, but that's a chain. So I haven't had too many, like I've had, you know, shitty brisket in places in New Mexico, but that's not good, you know? So I would like to try more. If I could have like a legit brisket, you know? I can smoke a brisket. We can see. It's just, those are fucking big. You know what I mean? Like, in, Yeah, in, we would have to be having a quinceanera or some shit. And too. since you're not so feeling the barbecue meats right now, biologically or whatever yeah. it is, you, you, you know, I don't want to smoke a 48,000 pound piece of... 13-pound piece of meat. Because if we eat a half pound a day, each of Sounds us... Sounds really gross. <laughs> that's 26 days of beef. And Ugh. that's fucking... Yeah, so... Maybe for, you know, a big event or something. I don't know what that would be, but who knows. Yeah. I'd also like to try smoking either New York Strip or ribeye. Like, the whole fucking thing. Get a big old thing of ribeye and smoke it. But, there, I mean, there's so much you can fucking do. But tri-tip is another, like, really... Oh, my God. I didn't even discover tri-tip until what, last year sometime, late last year maybe, and it's just been grilling it, and it was Miles who brought it over from his, from wherever he fucking got it, farm grain raised, whatever, and then we, we tossed it on the grill real quick, it was all sliced up, and I was like, dude, this is fucking like butter, what the fuck, and he's like, yeah, you never had tri-tip, blah, 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 and I was like, yeah, I never had tri-tip, blah, blah, blah. So then, I don't know. The rest is history. Yeah. I wish I could eat more tri-tip. What is... Do you think the rub has a big impact on a piece of meat? Um, not really. Because, you know, like Master Franklin said that, you know, salt and pepper is basically all you need. And I really do agree with that. Now that I've experimented with... Putting different, I mean, I think like, yeah, like cayenne is good, you know, but I think it should all, I don't think it should overpower the meat ever. It should really just give it that little extra thing, but mm -hmm. you could honestly go without it, in my opinion. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I want a really good rub, and uh, if I just I can't don't stand when there's sauce, too much. Like, I don't like it yeah. when there's too much. Well, to me, like, sometimes, like, it's easy to put too much salt because. A little piece of meat doesn't really need that much salt. But if you're doing a pork butt, you can do a fuck ton of salt because there's going to be a less rub to meat ratio. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird like that. Like if you've got a smaller piece of meat, it's got more salt that's going to stand out. Hmm. Like a chicken thigh and you do half and half salt and pepper. But if you do a pork butt that way, then it's like you've got so much inside of that shit. So do they, in competition barbecues, do they put the butter under the skin like they do in barbecue, or is that just for competition? Well, what I, I didn't see, oh, we're they talking pull, about chicken. they pull this, okay, yeah, so, and we should do a little bit on the difference between backyard and, and competition barbecue, because to me, even though I want to start competing in backyard competition style, which just means like amateur, not, not the pro level, uh... To me, barbe competition barbecue is lesser barbecue. Like, it's all the fucking same. 
you know, everybody, all the judges want the same flavors. The KCBS has, has you know, I don't know if they, if they did it intentionally or if it's just something that evolved out of time because I haven't been paying attention to the barbecue community. But, like, your chicken thighs have to be with, the, you pull the skin off, you cook it with butter, you put the skin back on, and then you baste it with your sauce and make it all shiny, and then you put it on a bed of parsley. So presentation is so much that I think you lose some of the creativity in that. Yeah, there's there's literally no creativity, it seems. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I get it, like, you're smoking the, the meat, and if you get a good piece of meat, then you get an award. And everybody's but, smoking with... I mean, but that makes sense, though, because, I mean, if you're doing those big, big-time competitions, the judges have to be... Obje- I mean, yeah, taste is subjective, but if they have a few measures they can look at objectively, then it makes it a lot more, you know, unified and less of a... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough for me because I don't like how... It's not like everybody turns in their own unique style of barbecue. Everybody's trying to get the best of one style of barbecue. So, and and it they do mention like, oh, we're in Georgia now, so we need to be more sweet. And we're going to wherever next, so it's got to be less sweet and stuff like that. So, yeah, their, their region, you know. But it's really just based. tweaking, you know, one or two things. And it seems like it would get repetitive, you know? Yeah, I don't know how these... Because when you watch the competition shows, like, it is pretty repetitive and, you know... But I think they're so into winning that it's... Yeah. And then, I mean, but anything... You know, every piece of meat's different. And, you know, I think just the smoking of it is what makes it all interesting. Because there's so many factors in it. No, I agree, like... And, and that's kind of why I like smoking on the Weber instead of a big thing. Even though, like, a big wood-fed smoker is my dream. Like, a big propane tank barbecue frankly manufactured smoke. But, you know, it's you gotta, you really got to pay attention to it. Like, I'm not tending a fire. I'm just throwing coals on and, and chunks of wood and, you know, messing with vents. But that's still, I think it's really fun. Once you get to the professional level... You just you're making sure your fire is lit and your your temp's good, and then you turn in your meat after you take it off. And I mean, almost every time, I'm I'm sure you can cook it the same way. I don't know. That's weird to me. You well, know, because you're going for the same thing. So I I don't know. I'm not sure. Somebody co- like comment, subscribe, ding dong the doorbell, and then tell us if uh you know you're a competition smoker and you're listening to this fucking train me on the it'd ways be, of the it'd be cool to have the so it, i think there's like a new mexico barbecue society or some shit and they're a team and they we had a pork and brew festival on july 4 or july 5th and um i think they they had bar- competitions it wasn't a kcbs thing but the couple i don't know if it's a couple that founded something but it'd be cool to interview them, you know, because they start watching those TV shows and there's a husband and wife and then they got super into barbecue and yeah. they wanted to see that for New Mexico. So, well, one of the things that like, yeah, I mean, that's really cool. Like that they start they watch the shows, they started doing it and now they were the winningest people in New Mexico or whatever. They're the Myron Mixons of, of New Mexico, which speaking of which, Myron Mixon is the mayor of his own town in yeah, Georgia. Yeah, see, that's Fucking how great hell. he is. But, you know, I would much prefer a barbecue competition where you make the barbecue, you give people tastes, and they vote for your barbecue. Kind of like the GABF, you know, when you go have a beer, you get your votes and you put it in the thing, and then... The fuck is a GABF? The Great American Beer Festival. Oh, I don't know. Why wouldn't you say what that was? Uh, sorry, everybody who's not a GABF, but, you know, I well, I mean, but that's how they do it at, like, the the Hop Fest here, right? You get, your, you get your two tickets or five tickets each or whatever, and then you put it in the thing when you had your favorite beer, and then they win whatever it is. I mean, but imagine if, like, beer competitions were more uniforms, like barbecue ones. Because I feel like... That happens. They're, at least in New Mexico, it's like a, you know, total clusterfuck. I feel like when you have judges at a competition, instead of letting the people who attend judge, 
you're already losing. Should be the what, Wisconsin City uh, beer. We're not fucking sommeliers here. We're not fucking sucking down red wine from the Valley of Fire or whatever. Like we're fucking eating barbecue and drinking beer. Like keep it mellow. You know, that's how I it feel. It is about mellow, it. though. I mean, if you watch the competitions, it looks like so much fun. It's not like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're not. And then they do the little, uh, what's it called? The side things. Like, they'll, yeah. they'll make like a side dish or like a pie or some shit, and then they can, you know, they, have they competitions do. It's on fucking that. hilarious. And it's so weird that they do the fire and ice where the women cook. It's like, dude, come on. Like, it's, I mean, specifically women, I guess. You can be a woman and cook in a normal barbecue. Yeah, well, there's some women that are competing. Like, because there's that honeybee one, that bumblebee one, where it's the wife that's doing everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but then some of those fucking things were the, the fire and ice things that we saw on, on uh, those competition shows. Like, like, those women fucking do way more. That's where creati- creativity came out. Because one lady did the little thing of the ribeye, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So everybody knows what a ribeye is. It's a, it's a piece of beef. It's a steak. And it's got a little ring of fat. And then outside of the fat, it's got another piece of meat. And that little piece of meat around the edge of the top of the ribeye, she took a whole ribeye, cut that off so it's like a flank steak. It's like a big old piece of, like a, like a fucking American flag flying in the shining night sky over all of the grassy plains that where the beef was whatever but so and then she grilled that you know so it's like dude that's fucking brilliant that's my favorite piece of meat in the world right there yeah if i order a ribeye that's what i eat Mm. what's your favorite steak do you consider steaks barbecue uh they can be i mean i mean it can be be. grilled right yeah people you know when you're like oh let's have a barbecue people always bring steak you know that's like a big staple I honestly can't tell you, you know, I just, I go to Outback or a Longhorn Steakhouse or a Texas Roadhouse and whatever, you know, whatever I can afford that day. If I want the $25 one, then I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, You like the filet? Yeah. I like, I mean, I kind of like it all. I just don't like it when it's fatty. Like, I'm actually not a big fan of ribeye, to be honest with you. Yeah, because they're marbling and they yeah. get the fat. So, so yeah, I noticed that because you like, you order New York's more than... Yeah, I really shit. like New York's too, and and I'm not. I to me, New York's are like e- really easy to overcook. Like in the the, I don't like uh, that's. I don't want a chewy dry steak. Like I don't like. I, I don't mind chewing fat a little bit. Do you know who does though? Who Lance Stevenson? He does like his steaks well done, and I'm like, dude, that's the the easiest way to go to a restaurant, order well steak, you get a worse cut of meat. Because why would you cook it? Oh, you're overcooking it. I mean, some people like the taste of it, though. Well, I'm it's not just, saying he... Yeah. I'm just saying from being... From from my days cooking in steakhouses, you people just grab whatever and throw it on. And I would do a shitty job cooking it, too, because they'd be like, fuck it, they want it well, I'm just going to fucking, you know, whatever. Well, that's fucked up on your part. Well, it's... But I never got a steak, you know, returned... It's because when, when somebody eats a well steak, they don't care. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Plus, they're drinking all those apple teenies or whatever it is. Mm, yeah, lemonades. Lance, why are you drinking all them apple teenies? Apple fucking presidential margaritas is more like it. Um, but you know what What uh, steak I've been enjoying a lot lately that I, it's another one of those that I just, like tri-tip I always thought wasn't that great, but the flat iron steak is hmm. totally fucking awesome. I had no clue. I always thought it was a lesser cut of meat, like a like like a flank steak. You know, and, I was and, like, and Dude, maybe what the fuck? it's it's as if every cut of meat is has potential, and it really is just how you cook it. Yeah, and it's funny talking about this because I haven't really been eating meat that much over the past couple months, but except on your birthday that, when you you know my birthday I went balls to the walls to the walls to the balls. So what's your favorite barbecue side dish then? Collard greens and fried okra. Mm. Easy. Mine, dude, I it's got to be macaroni or potato salad or baked beans or coleslaw. So you're more about about the starchy foods. I am, yeah. definitely. I like the greens, the green shit on the side. Green beans, yeah. collard greens, okra. I mean, because you could actually have a healthy meal if you're eating barbecue. I mean, as long as your portions were okay, like, you know. Yeah, I think the, really the only thing is that they consider the smoking of meat to be processing it. So barbecue is, also, is actually considered 
to process food. Hmm. So, but I mean, that aside, if you smoke a chicken thigh, you know, which, but I heard that smoking is has carcinogens and shit. And yeah, that's cancer. what I mean. That's why they consider it a processed food because you're basically like infusing combusting wood right into yeah. and chemicals that are in the wood. The one thing I will say though, Rudy's that barbecue place from Texas, they have a tacos barbecue tacos and they have like the smoked turkey or whatever mm. tacos man those are good we need to smoke a turkey yeah that'd be fucking good i love smoked turkey a whole turkey would be a, a heck of an ordeal but smoked goose yeah smoked that goose so um do you know this is a weird question because i'm not sure i know but what your favorite wood is uh, fuck, no, I don't, um... Uh -uh. I've got to know woods really well over the sure last year. Sure you did. It's weird, yeah. Well, you know, you live, you learn. Um, and I think pecan is actually my favorite. So why pecan out of all the other ones? Pecan, it's like more vanilla-y. It actually tastes kind of like pine nut, because that's hmm. what it is. No, wait, sorry, that's pinion. <laughs> pecan <laughs> tastes vanilla-y, like the... The pecan nuts. Does it taste like honey walnut shrimp from uh, Panda Express? No, it tastes like coconut shrimp from Margaritaville's mm. restaurant. Not really. Um, but mesquite's my second favorite. I haven't, I mean, the only time I've had oak is from either Dickie's or, which is a Texas chain, or Rudy's, which is a che Texas chain. And I'm not too down with that, like... I don't know. See, right now, like, thought of, like, the, 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 the you know, like, talking about that is, flavor. like, making me, like, feel queasy. I think I don't like hickory. That's what I used on the last, like, f I, when I did the pork butt and the five racks of ribs. Mm -hmm. I used hickory. And I've been using a lot of hickory lately. And I think there are some woods that make me feel queasy, too. Just, you know, if I mm -hmm. overeat or whatever. Like, not, not stuff my stomach, but if I overdo eating that cooking food with that although hickory with fish was really good salmon was fucking great with hickory but see that's the other thing though it's like you know how do you know if the wood that you're using is overpowering your meat flavor or are they supposed to always just bring each other out i don't fucking know i mean you really need i think that's why they use the certain traditional woods that they use um i do know that if you so so one of the things is it, you only really get smoke flavor in the meat for the first three hours or so, three to five hours, depending on what it is, I think. After that, it becomes super bitter. So it does start to not over, I mean, it'll overpower the meat, but it, the flavor itself in on the meat is not as good. What's the hardest in, uh, for you, your experience, meat to smoke then? Well, so far, the chuck roast, because... It's big and... It's dirty. It's dirty and it's ugly and it's, I don't know, because it's got, it's different pieces of it are fattier than others. So each section of meat is different. So it's kind of getting it to be perfect. It's sort of like a brisket in that way where the flat and the point have different fat contents. Mm -hmm. So you can really overcook one of them and undercook the other depending on how you do it. So... I'd say now that I've got a pork butt down, the pork butt's probably the third easiest, you know, next to chicken, chicken and ribs. yeah. Which, you know, they're not even... It's that, none of that stuff I would consider hard at all. Tri-tip's fucking easy, too. I just want to smoke some freaking uh, s'mores right now. Dude, those Girl Scout cookies that were the s'mores ones that you put in the microwave, fucking delicious. Yeah, yeah, man. I wonder when they're coming back. So enough about barbecue. I feel like we've really, you know, we've are, we've out smoked. I feel smoked out right now. Fire it up. But so summer back to summer because we talked about the podcast a little bit too, doing the podcast for like seven months or whatever. But what do you what aside from cookouts and barbecues and barbecuing, what are you looking forward to in the rest of summer? Mm, well, I I like to camp in the summer. It's been a little, I mean, normal places we go, there's a place called Elephant Butte. I don't know. I think we've talked about it. We had a camping yeah. episode, right? Yeah. So that's way too fucking hot to go there. But camping, fishing, you know, we haven't gone fishing yet, but I enjoy that too. We um, need to get our licenses and, and hit some lakes. Yeah. We sure do. 
and you know just driving around in the jeep that's that's fun i think just anytime there's a patio nice cold drink yeah that's just what i like and i just it's just a better feeling you know i love that there's people it's light out all fucking day i know it's, and it's what still light. it's it's 8 50 p.m right now 2050 and it's the sun is setting like and, almost it's it's like halfway set. yeah and it's there's people Perfect. out you know until 10 and it's just gee that's what i like about it um now that i don't know now that i'm actually in summer right now I'm missing fall. I think like I get seasonal affective disorder, not disorder, but I mean, I get depression, but it's, it generally occurs probably around November. So I would say the, now uh, that I'm in the midst of all this, the getting affected by the fall and cold degree. weather, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is just, I get overwhelmed, man. I, that's why I like spring and fall. Cause you can go outside and it's not, I mean, I guess we do get what we call monsoon season in New Mexico, but it's not really, it just rains every once in a while. But yeah, it's, I like being able to walk to my car from my office and not be dead when I get to my car. That's kind of nice. You know, I just wish we had more pool parties going on because, you know, for the past couple summers, we would just have in our apartment. Yeah, it wasn't the best pool, but, you know, we would still have fun, like have pool parties or whatever. And I miss that. You know, we're going to have to purchase one of those Walmart pools for a our house. Pool? No, because you can get like a good ass one for like 200 bucks and it's bigger, you know? Oh, you mean like, oh yeah. Like one of those blue pool. ones yeah, and like it's above ground? Foot. Yeah. Yeah, like that, even that would be nice, you know, just sit your keister in. I had a friend who had one of those blue pools when I was younger in Hawaii. And it was so weird because I remember thinking like, we live a block from the beach, dude. And then we started fucking around in the pool, like water guns and shit. And I was like, dude, this pool's badass. Good job getting a pool, dude. It's and it was so one weird. of those little ones, too? Well, yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think it was big, but I was like 12, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? There yeah. was also a pool at, on the Navy base that, you know, nobody in my family was in the Navy, but we got access to the Navy base. And we got to the pool, and it, was, it had a deep end. Man, them deep ends, man. Wow, that's scary. You know, it's funny. So in my house in Ohio, like one day me and my friend at the time, my friend at the time, she was like my best friend. We were just sitting outside in my backyard and then our neighbor, they had this huge fucking amazing pool like and they had just built it. And they're like, hey, come over, swim in our pool. It's, they kind of seemed drunk looking back. So we, you know, stayed in the pool for like three hours. We had so much fun. And then the next day we rang their doorbell because we wanted to go back. And then mm. ever since then, we would like literally ring their doorbell every day and they would never let us over again. It's like, why would you even invite us and tease us like yeah, that? Yeah, that seems really shitty to do Yeah, to like, come on. Yeah, I, what was your first swimsuit? Mine was a, a I think it was a Mickey Mouse Speedo when I was like three years old wow. or some shit. Um, probably like... Uh, shit, I'm trying to remember. There's a picture of you in a little onesie swimsuit type deal somewhere that your parents had. Yeah, where I you're like standing all uh, in the in the backyard. Oh shit, I don't know. I I think I wore a lot of bikinis that were like kind of ruffled though, like on the top. So. Yeah. I, yeah, it's a gross story, but uh, you know, when you're a little kid and you're stupid. You sit there and just pee in your, you know, I peed in my pants all the time because I'm like, oh, it's wet, you know, after I would swim. Oh, yeah. So I just keep peeing and then I end up getting a bad yeast infection, you know, when I was yeast like five. But anyway, don't do that, you know. Life pro tip, don't pee in your pants, even if they're you wet. You didn't pee in your pants when it was wet? I, it just no, constantly I made me feel like I had to pee. I peed in my pants when they were dry. I was one of those kids at school who was like always peeing his pants. I wonder if he had anxiety or something. I don't know. Now, you know, it could have been. Like, I really didn't like school at all. It's like... You know what? I was so petrified of underwear. Like, I wanted to wear diapers. I think I was in diapers in a really not, like, an older age. And one day, my mom just threw underwear at me. And she's like, you're going to fucking wear these. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I, was, I sobbed, but then I did it, and then I was fine. Yeah, like, so. I feel like that's how you are as a little kid, though. You know, you're like, fuck that. I hate change. Change is bad, and then it changes, but and you're it like, oh, stupid. change like, is so good. Because I think I was, I was using a toilet and shit, but I still liked diapers. Well, they probably were 
comfortable to sit on. They're warm because they're so thick. You know, I mean, there's many benefits to wearing diapers. Uh, if you're, you know, wearing Depends right now, like, comment, subscribe, and ding-dong the doorbell and let us know what you think about your diapers. I have to really disagree, though, because, you know, wearing a maxi pad is, like, awful, you know. I but can't But you don't see. get the full coverage. Yeah, it's true. And you really should. Honestly, why do women... Because if you... Let's say you wear a maxi pad and you don't have a tampon in there. It never fucking... Like, I have a tampon wear, you know, but... Wearing a maxi pad, that shit, blood will go everywhere. You know, if you get a good clot in there, man, it's going to trickle up your butt and all over your panties. And so, like, why can't we just wear diapers? Like, what's wrong with that, you know? You know what else? Uh, if you're shot or stabbed, you can stick a tampon in the hole and it'll stop your bleeding. Hmm, that had nothing to do with my diaper discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life pro tip for all you Australians you know, with guns. It'd be cute if we had a little pork roast and put a diaper on him. A pork roast? Like, uh, like you mean like a? I'm picturing, uh, what is it? An English bulldog, the little shit one with the pointy ears. Yeah. That's the English one, or is it a? What? That's a French bulldog. French bulldog. There you go. The one. Remember, I had the boss who I don't know if you met the dog, but she had a French bulldog. And its back legs didn't work, so she made it oh, a little, yeah. like, wheelchair-type thing. I didn't thing. get to see. I think I saw a picture, though. Yeah, that was uh, that was. What's pretty, that guy uh, do with a pork roast? That's how I picture a pork roast in a diaper looking. Like a French That's kind of how I bulldog. did, too. It's weird. Yeah. And anything, if you Google baby goats and diapers, oh, my gosh. Baby goats, do-do-do-do-do. Baby goats, do-do-do-do-do. Just animals and diapers. It's just, it's so, you know demeaning like it's like if you imagine putting eisenhower he tries to act so fucking regal imagine putting a diaper on that oh fucker. my god you're just turning him into a little furby or whatever he's it's so horrible cute yeah he's having fun eating his toenails today mm-hmm. fucking weirdo yeah he's taking after you i saw him put the mustard on there oh my god and then he gets the the bone shining through and then yeah, you gotta wear yeah, flip-flops yeah, for yeah. eight years yeah it's horrible I didn't, I didn't wear closed-toed shoes for like eight years of my life when I was a kid. Because in Hawaii, you don't wear closed-toed shoes. You know, shoes. when I moved to New Mexico, because everybody in Ohio wore flip-flops like until like fucking November or whatever. Which is weird because you would think in the Midwest it wouldn't be Which for the Which for, for the interested in consumerizing accidentally fasting products, I am currently looking into print-on-demand flip-flops for our, Nice. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. Because they got Guinness ones. Why can't we have them? Yeah, people aren't going you know to I mean? see what it says, you know? But That's okay. It's, it's secrets. Any, secrets are nice. Anyways, when I moved to New Mexico, you know, I wear, I'd do the same thing. And it was hot here compared to Ohio. So I'd wear flip-flops, and everybody's like, wow, that girl's so weird. Like, even in the summer, like, they were so amazed that I was wearing flip-flops. But people in... in Gallup, New Mexico. Yeah, and it's, cold, where it's colder there. In the 100 degree fucking black dry hoodies. ass. Yeah, they're wearing black because hoodies. Because metal over everything. Like, they're just so hardcore. Well, my age group, they're just so hardcore that they couldn't let go of their aesthetic. I think it was everyone. It was country or metal. But it was like the 70s metal. And it's still, the, the Albuquerque's the same way. We have like a lot of the metal that's like, I mean, you know, whatever. But... To, to each their own uh, musically. Fucking, I don't fucking know. Uh, what's that one band? The fucking Not a Perfect Circle. Fuck, Tool? what is it? No, not Tool. It's that metal band. It's like the fake one. Uh, not Disturbed. We're getting close, though. Disturbed. Um, Puddle of Mud? Nickelback. Fuck. No. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you going to say about dude. them, though? I was just going to say that's what people in Gallup liked. Um, but Slipknot. it was like one of those like pop like metal bands. Slipknot. No, close. Everybody loves Slipknot there. Close. It was Stained. like... <laughs> All right. We, we There's no reason to play the guessing game for the rest of the episode because we're out of time. Me, oh, hey, here you it's go. It's the Seasons Legions would always listen to that one song by them. But anyway. I have no fucking clue. To be continued, we'll figure it out yeah. and we'll let you know in the next episode if we remember to let you know in the next episode when we let you know in the next episode. So, hey everybody, it's been a great the future reminiscent, like a time travel type. Oh, by the way, join us in Raiding Area 51, September 20th, where we're not going to be there. But we'll have live coverage of watching a live TV coverage mm -hmm. of it, maybe. I don't know if that's actually true. But uh, keep an eye out for all the fucking people who want to raid a military base like they've got something to fucking do in there or whatever. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode, everybody. 
Thanks, guys. Hope you're having a great summer. Yeah, have a great rest of your summer. We'll see you next week on another fantabulous episode of Fantabulous. Fastidentally Axing. I'll figure out that song soon.